Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. Chapter 44 They all thumbed through the CDs in Mosby's Music Emporium. Walt had been insistent that they run inside before making the final push to the mountain base. As Nicole stared at the plastic jewel cases, she realized they were all hers for the taking. No questions asked. The thought of a cozy media room, fire blazing in the fireplace, Oversized earphones on her head and swaying to some cool jazz or soulful blues filled her with a deep sense of joy. The feeling quickly washed away as the more she flipped through the collected works of the jazz and blues legends, both past and present, the more she realized that these represented the last word on the matter. How long would it be, if ever, until a generation arose that could produce artists like this again? Music was the B-side of the human condition, a touch of the divine, a telling reminder that the ugliness of humanity was not the whole story. Nicole pushed away from the racks, the gathering thought that there would be no new music for a long, long time, almost bringing her to tears. Across the store, Billy looked for one particular single. He kept an eye out for Jordan, who seemed preoccupied, flipping through the posters two aisles over. His parents had always approved of music. Unfortunately, music to them meant the classics, and not Zeppelin or The Doors. If they caught him listening to anything besides Mozart or Beethoven, it meant a lecture on the baseless value of such meaningless tripe. It didn't mean Billy didn't get to listen to the music he liked. He just had to sneak around to do it. Even at boarding school, his parents had left strict instructions with the headmaster and teachers to be on the lookout for young William, allowing himself to stray into the wasteland of popular music. On the lookout they stayed, but Billy found a way. When Jordan's single came out and caused a short-lived but very viral sensation on the Internet, Billy had to have it. He would watch her video online every chance he got, seldom able to catch the whole thing all at once. His teachers seldom allowed unrestricted access to such a temptation as the Internet. Billy scoured the pop section, his spirit taking a nosedive as he came up empty. Turning, he scanned the store for where else it could be. Spying a large bin in the center of the store, he ran over to it stuck high on a cardboard tube that was anchored in the bin by countless discarded CDs from has-beens and one-hit wonders, was a sign that read, Five for ten dollars. He started rummaging through the sea of jewel cases. His eyes scanned quickly as wave after wave of the unwanted was shoved aside. Suddenly, his hand seized on the coveted prize. From under the scratched-up jewel case, she smiled back at him. Over her head was written, 
Best Day of the Week by Jordan Baxter. His classmates had used this as just one more reason to tease and bully him, but he did not care. It didn't do him any good to try and defend the song or explain why he liked it so much. That only brought more abuse on himself. He pointed out to them that as much as they made fun of the song, they still had nothing like it going on in their own lives. For all their family money and clothes and houses and boats and countless other accoutrements that went along with being rich, none of them had a hit song with their name on it. Telling them this only made them angry, so it was a tactic that he abandoned fairly early. It was huge on the internet, having had two million hits yet critics hailed it as nothing more than a novelty song. That it would be nothing more than a footnote in countdown shows on the video music channels. None of this mattered to Billy. To him, the song was an anthem, a celebration of good times with good friends, things that had always seemed to elude him somehow. Billy went to the counter and dug out a couple of crumpled dollar bills from his pocket. He placed them on the counter and quietly made his way out of the store. All right, man, Walt said. Everyone else looked over as he held a CD in his hands. Does this mean we can go now? Nicole said. Walt looked up from his CD. Yeah, sure, man. I just needed some road music, Walt said as he turned and cruised down the aisle towards the front of the store. The others began to do the same. As Walt was about to pass Nicole, she reached out and grabbed his arm, stopping him. "Uh Uh-uh. Not so fast, music man. Let's see it, Nicole said. Walt smiled and handed her the CD. Nicole flipped it over and read the cover. John Denver's greatest hits? Really? John Denver, Walt? Nicole said. Walt nodded. Rocky Mountain High, man, he said. Nicole rolled her eyes and pushed the CD back at him. I prefer Joe Walsh's Rocky Mountain Way, she said as she turned and exited the store. Walt stared after her. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good too, he said. The others just shook their heads and chuckled as they moved past him and out of the store. Walt stopped and thought for a second, and then turned back and ran to the row of CDs, stopping at W. Grabbing Joe Walsh's greatest hits, he smiled. Nice man, he said, before running to catch up with the others. As everyone moved to the vehicles, Billy stood motionless on the sidewalk. Jordan approached and locked arms with him, trying to playfully drag him after her towards Walt's motorhome. She came up short when Billy didn't move. Jordan looked back at him as he stood there, holding the CD and looking at it. Jordan came up to him. What's the matter, Billy? she said. Billy fumbled with the CD and didn't say anything. What CD did you get? Jordan said as she reached over and snatched it from Billy, not waiting for an answer. Billy looked away as Jordan held it in front of her, recognizing her own face on the cover. She smiled and teared up a little. This is my song, she said, looking up at Billy. Billy looked back at her. My parents wouldn't let me listen to that kind of music, but I watched the video on the internet every chance I got. I think half the hits you got might have been mine, he said. Jordan looked at him and scowled. Are you just saying that, Billy? It's not nice to tease, you know, she said. Billy shook his head. No, no, I really did like it, he said. He looked away and nervously started to sing a line from the song. 
Whenever I'm with you, it's the best day of the week. He looked down and then at her. From his back pocket, he produced a black felt-tip marker. Will, will you sign it for me? He said, his voice a whisper. Jordan beamed and snatched the pen. Her smile stayed on her face long after she finished signing her name in neat, swooping letters. Billy watched her. When she handed the CD back to him, he took it and stared at the signature. Before he could say anything, Jordan threw her arms around him and kissed him on the lips. In surprise, Billy whimpered and looked at Paul, who was listening to Walt go on about John Denver. Yeah, his earlier stuff was very nature-oriented, man. You know what I'm... Hey, I think your daughter's kissing Billy, man, Walt said. Paul turned around quickly and was about to go into full-tilt panic mode. He stopped when he saw how big Jordan's smile got when Billy took her hand and the two stepped off the curb. He turned around quickly before they noticed him watching. Paul looked up at Walt. So his music was very natural. That's interesting. You know, my daughter had a song out. Very big on the internet. Walt and Paul made their way around the motorhome. Really, man? That's cool, Walt said.